Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is our number three of V-CIN Bet Center. As we get closer, we're exactly two minutes away, at least in game time, parlance from finding one of our two national championship contenders for Monday night. Final four Saturday here from our Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. Back with Jeff Parles. Ben Wilson with you. Stop at a great night of a betting activity for us or anybody who liked under so far. At least in this specific game. I don't know that anybody loves unders, Jeff, but we thought this would be a pretty prudent play to play them in some form or fashion. The game has gone over. Kansas 75, Villanova 62. Two minutes to go. Uh, really the only question now, Jeff, uh, Kansas was a four, four and a half point favorite. That looks to be uh, solidified. Is if we will officially get to our second half over. We're at 68 points in the second half. That closed 71 and a half. Uh, and will the foul game take place at all here? And will Villanova try to play this thing out down by 13, 149 to go? Kansas did just take a timeout after Villanova tried to trap Juwan Harris near half court. But that and a couple of player point props are really the only things uh, still at stake as we sit here right now, Jeff. 147 still to go. The advertisers love that. Oh, yeah. The the time, the needless timeout to avoid the. Love uh, that. Just to keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah. Keep rolling. Rolling. <laughs> we are rolling. It, it's New Orleans. 25 threes hit tonight, Jeff. I, I, <laughs> 25 threes. Uh, we are at the point where that DraftKings prop on total threes in the final four. If you don't get this thing over, that's a horrible beat. It's a horrible say, beat. Yeah, it's a horrible so. beat. You're probably getting another two out of this game still. I mean, you could end up at 40. <laughs> you, it's a pretty realistic thing. You're going to be at 40. Like, I would say that's a that's a conservative estimate by the oh, end of the day you're you're what you're 25 or 25 right now let's say you get zero more Duke Carolina's probably getting you 12 13 I mean you're not gonna need a lot of money tonight. you're not gonna need a lot you're not you won't be home but you you're not you're not gonna need a lot it would be great if um, they it would be great if we got 23 in each and then the whole weekend cashes right away I thought that would be quite something and David McCormick leading score today there's also the, as uh, Baji draws a blocking foul with four in the shot clock, there's also this other subtext for some of these uh, these rando player props where like a player to score 25 or more points. DraftKings for the whole weekend had it at 27 and a half, the max score. But David McCormick, Jeff, of all people, is your leading score with 23 points. Starters are still in the game on both sides. Now, should be pointed out, Villanova doesn't really have anybody outside of its starters, so you're probably going to see them basically the whole way. But we're two points away from that, and there's some interesting other... Uh, player prop things going on right now, but 
that was also the like the player of the game, McCormick, nine of eleven from the field, twenty three points, nine boards. It's just been it's been a night where a lot of the storylines we kind of perceived to be big coming in, Jeff, were really thrown out of the window. It all started when Ochag Baji came out and hit four triples in the first eight minutes after making four combined threes on sixteen shots the entire tournament so far, and that really from the start turned this game on its head. This is an all-around impressive performance by Kansas. Also, you're going to put a Beatty in this game against a pretty darn good defense, too. Granted, again, it, it it doesn't hurt when you start shooting as well as they did throughout this game. Villanova cashes another three, so there's another one for your prop there, Ben. Yep. Or 26. That, so that three for Villanova, that takes them over their pregame team total, 64 and a half. So, Vill- all, so both team totals have gotten there. That also cashes, Jeff, the second half total over full game total was already cashed over first half total went way over and uh yeah it makes sense it's an overfest. and there you go mccormick on the jam 25 points at least at circa uh, any player to score 25 or more points plus 325 and it comes from david mccormick sure <laughs> sure why not so it has been an absolute bonanza uh of over here so far as we go inside the final minute I guess I, I guess Jeff, when you're at a line of 133 and the game goes over by almost 20 points, you're, you're oh, probably going to have a lot of overs. Yeah, but, it's, yeah, it's one of those where you blatantly had the wrong side. You can't complain. Oh, and I'm just saying. I, I'm, sure. I'm just saying it's I, fascinating I, that yeah, all I, these. It's not been like. I mean, out of out of all these, you're going to have maybe four players who don't go over there. Yeah, I mean, this is this was a no this was a no fluke. This was yeah. a no fluke. You knew pretty early that you were done so on 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 a lot of these unders here. Remy Martin was really the only guy who just didn't do much of anything. Remy Martin KU. even play. Remy Martin took five shots in this game. And so under his 12 so, and so a half. much, So much for the push for Remy Martin to be the most important uh, Jayhawk in this final four that everyone seemingly tried to talk themselves into this week. Don't think that's going to happen. That's gonna say, for one gonna, he's going to need to go full DiVincenzo in the, fi- in the final in order <laughs> to win MOP. Yeah. There you go. Uh, in the meantime, it, it starts. We, we are getting, uh, for those of you with us on your second screen, you're seeing this as well. It, it begins the shots of Duke, North Carolina. They're in the building. Uh, this is a game that is probably, Jeff, actually going to start pretty close to uh, on time, all things considered. That's a- They'll find a way to start at 10 minutes late. They'll find a way. Oh, what do we got here? We got a lane violation. There we go. Well, that's a way to also make this game go late. There we go. We're on, we, we're on we, pace we, for a two-hour game. In the final four, no less. Also, this game has broken the record for most threes combined in the final four game at 26, 26 yeah. breaking the record of the 2018 semifinal between Villanova and Kansas, which was 25. Of course, <laughs> Villanova in that game set the record for most threes in a final four game by an individual team. Neither team is going to approach that number tonight. Oh, he went halfway down and out oh, at 27 oh, for gonna, Villanova. Hey, look, Villanova's still fouling. You might, you're going to have another crack in another one here, Ben. Oh, you're right. Uh, it's my, it's my, you know, it's also interesting. So Jalen uh, Wilson gets fouled. His player prop was set at 10 points. He has nine points and he goes to the line now after getting fouled in a 14 point game with 35 seconds to go. So if you're sweating Jalen Wilson props, you've, uh, you've at least got, you've got hope uh, as Colin Gillespie is going to come out of the game. I mean, for all the struggles Villanova had defensively and Gillespie, that was the one thing we just, we didn't think he'd be able to, to find enough, given he was playing less than 100%. He was he was great tonight, Jeff. Five of eight from three, 17 points. And uh, with how much he's meant to that program, well-deserved. A big hug and applause as he comes out of the game for the final time. And here comes Jalen Wilson now with a front end of a one-and-one one that goes. So he's, he's gonna, he pushes that uh, point prop at 10. He's feel for Colin Gillespie. What an incredible career. 
for, for a guy who feels yeah, like he's there I, seven years, basically, in Villanova. It seems that way. The abs- Part of a lot of big moments. Absolutely. Of course, a national champion in 2018. Uh, Wilson I, over his 10 points for Kansas. It, it just, again, what, what a night for Kansas. This is all about Kansas here because – and also, Kansas' second half is going to win relatively easily when this is all said and done yeah, as well. And the other thing is, most of those in-game numbers on, on Villanova are all going to – actually, not most of them. All those in-game numbers on Villanova are going to lose if Villanova doesn't come down to hit a three-year. Four, with the, the highest watermark we saw. The peak was 14 and a half. 14 and a half. You need yeah. a bucket here in order to get within that 14 and a half. And uh, if you Slater, bought low at Nova at all. Slater's basically the only player that has played well. Oh, Slater oh. turns it over. So there you go. Wow, that's oh, pretty rough beat if you had Villanova 14 and a half in game. And I'll say this too. So, you know, you were saying, Jeff, if you waited this out and you wanted to go under at the high watermark, high watermark was 149 and a half. Gonna just sneak and in. You're gonna, I mean, that, just is, the sneak only, in. that is the only <laughs> number that's going to get there. 146 is where we're at right now. And it looks and like that's, that's what going it's to end, be the final man. score. Wow. Very impressive by the Kansas Jayhawks tonight, Ben. Very impressive. They, I, I am very intrigued to see what a Kansas-Duke game would be lined at. I know Kansas would be favored against North Carolina. It'd probably be five against UNC, maybe four like they ended up being against Villanova. I think at this point, if you didn't have UNC in front of this Villanova team in your power rankings, I think your power rankings didn't adjust properly for the more injury and also what the data we've seen on North Carolina over the last six weeks since that Pittsburgh loss. But this is all Kansas. Very impressive. The final result was never in doubt here, Ben. I know it got the six, but there's never really a doubt that Kansas was was not going to end up winning this game. And lo and behold, the Jayhawks are in the final for the first time. 2012, right? I believe that's right. Yeah, 2012, Thomas Robinson and company. Thomas Robinson and company. A decade since. Hard to believe it's been a decade since then. But your final score, Kansas 81, Villanova 65, First half, second half, full game, each team total first half and second half and full game. Every over goes over in this game. The only overs that do not cash here are just a few select player props. Christian Brown stays under barely. Uh, Samuels for Villanova stays under. Dixon stays under. And Remy Martin stays under for Kansas. So, uh, Grant, there on, by my count, Jeff, a grand total of four overall outcomes stayed under. You even got the will a player score 25 or more points prop, prop at over 3-1. to one that cashes as well as they set a new record, as you pointed out, 26 combined threes between Villanova uh, and Kansas. And the, literally the only possible under you could have hit here was an eight, the, the most highest watermark of that peak. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare on 
49 and a half at one point on the in-game total, which by the time it got that high, Jeff, we were like, why? There's no point. So that's, that's it's a fascinating look <laughs> into why, like for in-game betting, I mean, you've got to be, you have to be disciplined and like ready to kind of change your overall thesis on, you know, on what you say uh, of a game. And I mean, my, in, my in-game thought here of Villanova team total under, under 61 and a half. It's funny how, I mean, it took just a nuclear shooting performance for them to get to 65. And yet, I mean, they were, I was clearly the wrong side in that, that line of thinking, but it's amazing how quickly that, that can shake out when you go in the middle of a, of a game and, and for in-game now uh, you, you see how that, uh, that works out. So you would set this Kansas minus one over Duke. What would you set a Kansas, North Carolina five championship? Line? Five, four, pretty similar. I think Kansas should be favored over Duke. We think it'll be Pickham. I think it'll be Pick. That would be my guess. Unless if Duke just rolls Carolina, then Duke will be favored by one or one and a half. Yeah. And that will be a Kansas bet. And probably be a Kansas bet regardless at this point. Bill Self, was what, two years ago we thought he was going to be Dunzo? They, the NCAA literally said he was a cheater and was going to be under FBI investigation. Well, hey, look, here, look, he, here he is. If you end later. up with a Kansas-Carolina final, it's the two programs that did something that was clearly <laughs> clearly not yeah. allowed by the NCAA bylines, and there was no punishment for either of them. Kansas was in the 15-1 to range preseason. They are now a game away, Jeff, from winning it all. Kansas, your first team into Monday's national championship game. We have one pretty sizable game to determine who that second team will be. About a half hour from tip, we'll begin our previews, breaking it all down. Duke, North Carolina, the discussion next here on VEASAN Bet Center. This is Bet Center on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Wendy's Breakfast is the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stacked starting lineup, like the Breakfast Baconator, Croissant Combos, and Hot or Cold Coffee. And like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends. Oven-baked sizzling bacon, fresh cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and a Simply OJ to bring it home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive through and pick up your Wendy's Breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. We're one game down, final four Saturday here from our Perch Circus Sportsbook Studios, downtown Las Vegas, right off Fremont Street. We've got Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson. Kansas, 81. Villanova, 65. That is game number one. Uh, as Kansas ends up uh, rolling here in the end, they lead wire to wire and get the victory. We are uh, coming up on about a half hour from game number two starting. I think we're going to have uh, this, this game start relatively on time, Jeff. <laughs> Biggest upset of the day so far. Will be a start of let's go about 8:49 Eastern, which means we'll be on the air for uh, about the first uh, half and and maybe a little bit. For we, might, we might have we might we uh well, one of us may end up uh, invading Peterson's show for a little bit too. Yeah, yeah who knows? we might well, might might not want to leave. That's I know that will disappoint Ortega who wants to get on, get rid of us as soon as as humanly possible. Depend on what happens uh, <laughs> in that in that game. We'll say what we you you guessed Jeff earlier for those of you just joining. It's been a lot of over money. Shocker. North Carolina Duke more over money coming in as we speak right now this thing opened 151 it is as high now our friends at the South Point our other uh, studio here in Las Vegas up to 154 and a half and just about every book now has climbed as high as 154 DraftKings on the East Coast still holding out 
a 153 and a half. So Jeff, uh, no surprise here. Money keeps coming in on the over and it's coming in on Duke up to now Duke minus four and a half. Basically I'm seeing everywhere. There's not a single four still out there. Uh, Jeff, will we get five uh, in this game? Are we thinking buyback comes in now at this point for North Carolina? Uh, let's see what happens. I'm going to tell you is if a five appears, I'm betting North Carolina. I can tell you that right now. If, if a five shows up, you tell me right away, Ben. The five is here. Don't worry, I will. And uh, we're, we're going with it if it somehow hits five. High watermark on the money lines. One shop has gone to minus 215 on oh. Duke. That would be stations here in town, oh, Jeff. Plus, shocking. Uh, plus shocking that happened. Plus 185 coming back on North Carolina. So, look. It, you got we, any money in that account? I do. Might have to that. Uh, might, hey. might, might have to. Might, might need your help on that one. That's one I don't uh, never set up, actually. There have been bribes that have happened on this set. <laughs> we're good. not on air. That's what you get in the VEASAN plus plus, uh, as Matt Brown, uh, our, our colleague, always likes to uh, always likes to say. But for the game handicap itself, though, so you, you talk about what, like, you like, think North Carolina, and you say the feel of this game does portray, you know, portend to a one to two possession game. It is fascinating that these are the, of the two teams still left, and there has been so much talk about this all season in the analytics community, which is to to really have a legitimate chance at running the table, winning a national title. You've got to at least finish the year. Of all of the qualifications, you have to have a top 20 Ken Palm adjusted defense. That has been one of the tried and true things. Baylor was one of the, uh, was basically the only team to not follow all of the requirements uh, of which there are many, but they were 22nd in Ken Palm adjusted defense last year. These are two teams by far, Jeff, and it's why I think we're seeing a lot of over money come in outside of the public narrative sentiment here of North Carolina and Duke. By far the two worst defensive teams still alive. Duke at 45th, North Carolina at 39th. Of where the number is at right now, each of the two regular season meetings went over 94-81. North Carolina won in Durham to close the season, spoil Coach K's last home game. If you remember back in Chapel Hill when they uh, when they first met back on February 5th, that was an 87 to uh, 67 game. So that would not have gone over this uh, current total. It would have, but it would have been right. It would have gone over what we opened at at the 151. 20 point margin the first game, Jeff. 13 point margin the second game. We've seen how different though these two teams are from the the total perspective. We're seeing this continue to climb here. What have you seen differently defensively though from? these two teams because like, like while the numbers certainly reflects what we saw for 80, 90% of the season, obviously tournament is a much smaller piece of the pie. Haven't you seen more though defensively from both of these teams to indicate that there could at least be some modicum of defense played in, in this game tonight? Duke more so than Carolina. Duke more so than Carolina. The look, the St. Peter's elite eight game for North Carolina was more to do that. St. Peter's just couldn't make shots. Because North Carolina, I don't think they did anything special defensively in that game. I just think I just think St. Peter's just didn't make shots. The UCLA game, North Carolina's defense wasn't great. It stepped up when they needed to at the end of the game, but and the biggest play of that game was a hustle play on offense by Baycott. The save to Love for three, bang, miss on the other end. Love hits another one, and the UNC ends up winning that game because of it. I, look, I would have much rather seen UCLA in this game than, than North Carolina, despite all the narratives that go through this. But you you look at this for Duke, and I'm kind of going a bit against the way that I'm planning on betting this game. Duke has been very good late in games in this tournament. Forget the Fullerton game, because that was blowout right. and total talent yeah. mismatch. But the last five minutes against Michigan State was 
very impressive. Because they were down five with Michigan State shooting free throws. And you're thinking, wow, is Coach K really going to go out in a round of 32 to a team that really isn't that good and Izzo not, still not doing any coaching? And they came back and won that game because their defense was amazing down the stretch. Against Texas Tech, they made their last seven shots against the best off, like, defensive yeah. team in the country. Like, Duke has had a backbone in this run that they didn't really have in the regular season. They showed it at times. They beat Kentucky on opening night at MSG. They really, I look, I know it was a close game, but they were the better team clearly against Gonzaga here in Vegas. They destroyed North Carolina in Chapel Hill. Obviously, North Carolina got them back in, in Durham, but... I, look, the, this Duke team has a diff, different gear of toughness than we've saw in the regular season. I'm just curious now, does it play now that now that they're in the Final Four, is the pressure off? Because now that you're in the Final Four in Coach K's last year, if you lose, so be it. You lost in the Final Four. I know the Carolina thing gives it a little bit of an extra, a little bit of an extra angle because you could argue just a smidge. Or, or argue the 100 games. This is the 100 game Duke has played against Carolina in Coach K's era. Coach K and Duke win this game. It will be 51-49 Duke. If Coach K loses, Carolina ends up splitting the 100 games in the Coach K era with winning the last two. So and the one in the and, tournament. and the first ever tournament and it matchup happens to be between, in the final. Four. Yeah, between these two teams. So. It is just, it is, it, I'm curious to see, I don't think North Carolina has any pressure in this game. They're not supposed to be here. They're an eight seed. It's Hubert Davis's first year as a head coach. They're not supposed to be here. They're here, though. The pressure's on Duke. I'm just curious how that, how that team handles it, because they have handled it. They didn't handle it great at the end of the regular season. They have handled it. You cannot ask for any better handling than what they've done through their, their first four tournament games. They've handled the pressure exquisitely through four games. Because you would argue, I mean, certainly, yes, the pressure, there's another dimension to that now, but pressure's been insane throughout, and they've handled it so tremendously. Because I go back to the final game at Cameron Indoor, where for for a lot of people with a general thought of wanting to back North Carolina here, Jeff, just from a general perspective, it's that was a game where Duke was up nine in the first half. They were up by two with about 10 minutes to go in that game against North Carolina. Tar Heels scored 35 points in the final 10 minutes, basically to pull away, win that game comfortably uh, by 13. They had four different players who scored 20. Ended up in that game. I mean, look, they it wasn't like they shot amazing from three either. They only made nine threes in that game. But the thought is, Carolina is not phased at all by Duke. They finished tremendously in that game. So while the general thought is, okay, so sure, this, this probably should not be as high as a four-and-a-half-point line game, Duke has completely flipped what we saw in late-game scenarios from the regular season. That was the last really bad one and I guess you would extend that to the Vatech ACC tournament title game Jeff it's been so different in their in their closing time that it's hard for me to to see like if you're gonna if you're gonna play the same sort of game and we're at Duke up by two again with 10 minutes left if you're gonna tell me that's the case and all the same factors are where they're at which would not surprise me if we're in that position hard for me to see a case just based on everything that has played out this tournament where Duke does not replicate what they did against Texas Tech and what they did against Arkansas late, and and pull away late and win this game by seven to eight points. That's my only worry on why I would not be willing to go in on the North Carolina. No, and that's a totally valid concern. Look, even though I'm betting North Carolina in all likelihood by by the time this game tips, Duke winning by 10, or winning in the fashion that you just said, that doesn't surprise me. 
It doesn't surprise me at all. Look, these these lines are so sharp. They're so tight. These teams are so – look, I know North Carolina was an eight seed. North Carolina is a top five talent team in the country, year in and year out. This Duke team is the top three talent team. These are awesome teams that we're watching in the second game. And I, quite frankly, they're awesome teams that we watched in the first game. I know Villanova is undermanned, but they're the best coach team in the country. Uh, and how, how many teams did Villanova have beaten in the field tonight? With, they would have beat a lot of them with tonight. The way they with the way the they half. played yeah. and the way that Wright had them prepared to play as well as they could have. With five under, guys, basically. They're just undermanned. Like it, it's, Kansas played great. What are you going to do? Yeah. Again, I, I know there was some complaining about, oh, this is too blue blood of a Final Four. Guess what? The teams are awesome when the blue bloods show up. It's just the way it is. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. We've got about 25 minutes to tip. Player props will be the discussion next. We're getting closer and closer. Wait's almost over. Duke, North Carolina, still to come here on VSIN Bet Center. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. We are getting ready. Just about 20 minutes from tip. Final four game number two. It's Duke. It's North Carolina. And we've got all the in-game and pre-game betting analysis for you here back with Jeff Parles. Ben Wilson with you. It's VSIN Bet Center. Also keeping tabs on some big NBA games, Jeff, with playoff implications tonight. Just a quick uh, run through on the update board here, Jeff, before we get back into our player prop analysis and discussion for Duke and UNC. Nets and Hawks tonight. These two teams come into the NBA tied for your eight seed here where uh, all of a sudden Atlanta has won seven of 10, four straight. They were a two and a half point dog tonight. Brooklyn with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant in the lineup. Atlanta was getting Trey Young in tonight, despite being questionable when the injury reports first came out. Uh, right now, Jeff Atlanta is up nine here, 53-44. Late second quarter, 319 to go. And Atlanta is a live five and a half point in-game favorite in this spot. Uh, thanks to, it's actually been a pretty balanced first half. Nobody scored more than nine po- points so far. For the Hawks, while Kyrie has 13, Kevin Durant 19 game high. But needless to say, as we talked about briefly, big game uh, with Eastern Conference implications. Heat, in the meantime, up 31-30 on the Bulls late first quarter. They went off in uh, in this one overall, Jeff, as a two-and-a-half point favorite. Tight game early. Heat trying to open up a one-and-a-half game lead on the Milwaukee Bucks for the number one seed in the East. So things happening tonight and the association. But uh, this would be an interesting position for Brooklyn if they actually go down and lose would drop into the nine a tie for the nine seed. And they are still your co-favorites to win the East Jeff. It's uh, just sub three to one. Amazing. Isn't it? <laughs> it's <laughs> just, been that way all year. Yeah. But again, it's just, it's just such a bizarre situation. It's, it, it, it's, it's something like the Lakers last year where the Lakers mm-hmm. were like considered still the favorite most books the whole year. They get the seven. They end up winning. That's a pretty darn good playing game against golden state in the seven, eight, LeBron made a big shot at the end. And then, look, if Anthony Davis doesn't get hurt, they probably beat Phoenix. And everything's looking different in that Western Conference playoff. And who knows? Maybe Milwaukee doesn't win the title the next the last A lot year. of what ifs. A lot of what ifs. But yeah. I, Brooklyn missing. First off, I don't want to go to the Lakers for a second. Because missing the play-in. Like, it's one thing to get oh, in. Yeah. It's one thing to get into a. One thing to underachieve in a regular season, get in a play-in scenario, and you have things go against you, and you lose either a game. You end up in a 9-10, you lose that game, or if you end up in the 8th seed or 7th seed and lose twice, whatever. Stuff happens. But for you, for the Lakers to miss the play-in altogether, with LeBron playing more than 
the, the needed games in order to qualify for the scoring title, which he's probably going to win. And with San Antonio openly not really trying to win games, man. And they are going to miss the plan after last night's loss to New Orleans in all likelihood. That's one of the most impressive feats in the history of basketball. That you can have LeBron James on your team and you miss the play-in when the 10 seed is 13 games under 500. And we'll probably end up 14 or 16 games <laughs> yeah. under. It is incredible that that's happened to the Lakers. And really, really just a testament to how bad that team is around him. And, oh, and LeBron deserves a lot of the blame, too, because he had terrible, what he yeah. wanted. He wanted Russell Westbrook, who's terrible. Russell Westbrook is terrible at this point in his career. The, the role guys are terrible. Carmelo's got nothing left. It's truly but, but to uh, to go to the East, though, then it, it's just tricky if you end up, we talked about this a little bit earlier, if you end up in the 9-10, you have no margin for error. You end up in the 7-8, you can get your mulligan. If, let's say Brooklyn has a bad night against Cleveland. All right, get your mulligan. Now, I wouldn't like a winner-take-all scenario against Trey Young. Or the Hornets, for that matter, who are getting healthier and get Gordon, got a Gordon Hayward or getting Gordon Hayward back this weekend. I don't love that, but it's better off than having. Hey, the Hornets just beat them last weekend in Kyrie's first home game back, post the vaccination stuff. It is a big difference between being eight and nine, and if you lose to Atlanta tonight, you're one game behind them, and also two, you kind of destroy any chances of catching Cleveland. Which, quite frankly, Ben, if they if the Nets were to win tonight, I think they get a, they have a game with Cleveland next week. Wouldn't shock me if Brooklyn wins out and catches Cleveland for the seven, and then you get all the games at home. That's a big deal. And Atlanta's looked sharper. Atlanta just looked better so far, so far in this game tonight. I mean, they've got like there's uh, Quavo in the house, so so certainly they quite doesn't Quavo have season tickets? Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like he he, a, he knows it's a big game. You know, it's a big game. Uh, thir- and it's back to a six-point game as we, we sit right now. 53-47 Hawks on top of the Nets. 221 to go uh, in the first half there. And uh, your live line now, Hawks minus. I'm seeing three uh, and a half there. So that is one to keep in keep in mind. Uh, Jazz two and a half laying it in Golden State. To, at uh, Actually, at Golden State in San Francisco tonight with Steph again um, out, as we've uh, seen here over the last couple weeks. That's the other game tipping off in uh, just about five minutes. We are, though, Jeff, about 15 minutes away from tipping our second Final Four game. While the NBA, yes, a lot of very fascinating storylines that we'll be tracking uh, in depth here over the next coming weeks. This is our final. We're down to our two games left, Jeff. NCAA tournament. It's gone pretty fast. But here we go. Uh, As we are seeing some, we're finally seeing a little buyback to that under, Jeff. A couple books, including right behind us at Circa, have ticked back down. 153 and a half. Did we get the five yet? We have not. We're not getting there. We are. Look, uh, I see a lot of adjustments, though, on these money lines. Like Circa just went to minus 210 on Duke, plus 180. Uh, UNC, high watermark, plus 185 at uh, stations. Another book in town, DraftKings at uh, plus 170. So it's one of those. I I think the books realize anything above four and a half is going to get gobbled up basically immediately. We're showing at DraftKings uh, a a four, which is basically the only only number still left on the East Coast that, uh, that is not a four and a half. So I'd imagine we're going to see Jeff over the next 10, 15 minutes, just adjustments on the money line now would take a lot to move this number off of the four and a half, which where we're currently at it. As far as the player props, though, it was very interesting game one where basically everybody except uh, Remy Martin and a select couple others went under, I should say went over, except uh, for Martin and a few others. What do you what do you think about a game like this with so much hype around the, the stars in particular, where you look at this Paolo Boncaro, your odds on favorite to win most outstanding player, 
his player point prop, 18 and a half to lead the way. Uh, Brady Manick, he's at uh, 17. Armando Baycott, 17 and a half. The top two guys for UNC. Caleb Love at 16. Anybody you are interested in targeting, Jeff, as we look at the player prop market for this UNC Duke game? Baycott would be the only thing I'd look at. I'd look at Baycott props. The only issue with that is, and I've said this through the week, if Baycott gets outplayed by Williams, then obviously those props are going to go under, and Duke's going to win and probably cover. If Baycott gets Williams in foul trouble, I, also, by the way, I'm fascinated to see how this game is officiated because you have, you have two of two of the, the biggest egos in all of college basketball officiating on this Tell game. Tell us more. In Bo Borowski and... Uh, <laughs> And Roger Ayers, those two are on this game, which it's part of the reason that I have not bet North Carolina yet, because those two on this game with all the Shashevsky nonsense that goes along with this, you can almost guarantee that Duke's going to get a call or two because of those two being on the game. So, well, I'm steering clear of anything player-wise, because I am concerned that the refs could have an impact in this game especially after seeing who's assigned to this game and knowing two out of the three of them are, are impossible people to deal with officiating-wise. Right, well, I'm glad to bring that up, too, because so whenever we bring up the whole, all right, refs, like this is a particularly, what you know, insert blank adjective here, usually negative on whatever crew gets assigned, we make a big deal, like on our, our shows here at Vison, and it's like, oh, oh, boy, we have these refs, and it's like, well, what do you actually take away from it? Like, it's not going to, you're not going to bet one team or another based on that, but... I think you give out some pretty discernible action you can take as a better, which is, okay, there are maybe certain areas you could steer clear from as a result of a specific officiating assignment, which I think is actually, you know, actionable resources to use as a better than just, oh, oh watch out, sound the alarm. We've got crappy refs, so just assume you're going to get a bad beat. Like, that's not, that's not how it works in betting. You have to actually find ways to, you know, utilize that information. So maybe steer clear of the player prompts. That's your advice, uh, Jeff. Am I crazy to think that that, that the the actual matchup that will determine this game is the Jeremy Roach Caleb Love matchup with how no, insane no, not with how the the crazy volatility and then sh- and displays we've seen shooting the ball from Love. No, I know you're absolutely, that, absolutely that's my that to me that, is the matchup I, that sure, decides this game. I, no, no problem with that. I, look, we I, I picked the important guys inside. You picked the point guards. There's nothing wrong. Yeah. We're thinking about that. And I've been again, so impressed with Roach too this tournament. Like he's he's Ro- had a, it's, it's amazing his like his he, back end of the he, year. The, he doesn't blow you away. No, but he's very impressive. So, I, look, I I I am probably going to bet North Carolina before this game tips. You haven't done minutes. it yet. All right. I think I am probably going to take. I say I, I may I may I may buy uh, I may buy it up to five. I may buy it up to five. He's going to buy it up to five. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'll, we'll find Can out. Can you give me the 45-second summary of when like, when you determine when to buy, when is buying points actually something that makes sense? Is it when you feel like it? Like I, <laughs> I mean, four, four and a half, five. You're not, you want to buy kind of, to a key number, though. Yeah, it? I mean, you know five, not five's technically key in basketball. I don't, I don't really believe in the key okay. numbers in basketball. It's not like football, where football no. you know. What your key numbers are. Basketball's like, again, like Duke could win this game by two possessions and I cover with five and cover with four and a half or just push protection. It, there's, it, it's not as, there's not as much rhyme or reason for me and I very, very rarely will buy in basketball. Okay. Very rarely.
the equity, like the numbers do show, like you, if you let's say for football, if you're two and a half, it's better to buy two three than to say a number three buying off of it for three. And a half. No, well, of course. It, right. I mean, there's a lot of it's different. much different of football. Much, much different. different. All right, we're about 15 minutes from tip. What what bets will Jeff actually? Make? We're gonna find out next as we roll on. Beats and bets in. This is Beth Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. With opening day and the opening round of the Masters on the same day, the first week of April will be jam-packed with betting intel from all of our experts. We'll have a breakdown for the Masters on every golfer in the field, plus futures bets and matchups from the Long Shots crew, Brady Cannon, who's at the Final Four right now, by the way, Wes Reynolds, and Matt Eumann. Sign up today and get full access to VSIN through the start of baseball season, the Masters, and the NFL Draft for only 19 bucks at vsin.com slash sprint back with jeff parles ben wilson with you time to make some decisions jeffrey five I minutes bet, I, I, I took the four and a half you took the I, four and a half there's North a few Carolina. there's a few books out here that that are down to minus 105 juice okay and uh, i i, I, just, I don't know how the, you can have a whole four, lot of conviction the four, but uh, the four and a half minus 105 is better than the, the five minus 20 okay. it's close but i'd rather have the four and a half minus 105 oh yeah so i like i get uh, it oh man i get it i to me, this is going to play out early as a very tight game. I I do question, though, given everything we've seen from Duke this entire tournament, their ability. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With NBA caliber players and Paolo Boncaro, Jeremy Roach, final eight, ten minutes. Duke is the better is the better team built for those types of scenarios, even though they were totally outplayed final eight, 10 minutes on their home floor when they lost to North Carolina by 13. It, it's just, so I get why you like it with the number, Jeff. This this feels like a game that will be played tight most of the way. If you made me bet it, I, I do think Duke ends up covering the number here. The only play I'm looking to make though, get your thoughts on this. First, half, first half under seven, it's up to 72 and a half. Now Ooh. my, my general thought here. Is that, and I mentioned earlier how, to me, this this whole match will come down to the point guard play and how Jeremy Roach and Caleb Love, in a game that figures to be played at a very, very fast tempo here, where North Carolina, one of the fastest tempo teams in the country, the play of the of the guards specifically at the point guard position is going to determine a lot of the flow. I, I give Roach the pretty big leg up on Love, even though Love has had some tremendous, just unreal shooting performances in this tournament, put up over 20 against Duke in that last regular season meeting. But I, 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 so to me, this is more of a, a slightly more defensive type battle than you would think, at least to start. We, my thought on the overall flow here is we get things opened up as this game goes on. I would not want to be going under like, against this full game total because we will have points. 
But early on, as we get both of these teams in, in somewhat of a feeling out process, I'm not sold on this being just a total shootout, Jeff, uh, right away from the opening tip. What, uh, what say you here? I'm just trying to see if I need to bet anything else oh, beforehand. Right. I, I, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, I kind of like full game a little bit more than first half. Like I think, I, I th- I think half. the game will tighten as the game goes along. I think the pace will slow, especially if this game was, is close. I think we'll see more just up and down track meet style early in this game. Uh, ben, I, I did take North Carolina first to 15. Oh, so good. one last well, one. Uh, plus I, I, I got, I got plus 125 over at the over at the point over at the hey. South Point, our, uh, the home of our other studio here at uh, here in Beeson. So Look one more, one last one, because the championship game is going to be a coin flip if it's Kansas and Duke. And that's no fun to have a coin flip. You gotta have a nice, little, have. nice out of a ju- a nice juicy plus number oh, on the first to fifteen. You gotta, you gotta have some. You gotta have a little plus money. Who like who? Who doesn't love that? Just and pulling up too, just to tell you what the uh, the first halves were when these teams played. I mean, the in in meeting number one, I should say the the last meeting, it was a forty one thirty nine game at the half. Again, all of these paced well to the over. My like my thought though is that again, and while the and two, like we said, all this late over money coming as well. So many people are saying, I mean, we just saw the shooting clearly in the Superdome, not an issue. That's not really why my my play would be this way, uh, Jeff. It's just overall, little little bit of nerves early. We get things opening up as the game rolls on. That's my thought here for uh, for our first half under. We'll see, though. We're about to tip off. It's happening, Jeff. Duke, We've Carolina, all- <laughs> collision course. We're here. Let's go. Let's go. This is we've only it, had we've only had uh all week, and I did make the I did bet that by the way. First half, yeah, under, there we first go. Half under there we go. We got sweats abound. I took uh, I first took, half under 70. Did you bet any any ridiculous other props? I did not. Okay, I'm very curious to see who ends up making the first three here. First three, we've got a sheet. <laughs> Love and Manic are your co favorites, plus 440. Not much of a shot. AJ there. Griffin of Duke, plus 450. Uh, some fun. Fun, fun long shots here. RJ Davis, 7-1. to one. Jeremy Roach, 7-1. to one. Moore for Duke, plus 775. Boncaro, plus 925. And then you get in the double-digit range. Taking a shot? Bancaro, we have one more commercial break, Jeff. Bancaro, one, would last be, chance. Bancaro would be the only one I would consider. Nearly 10-1. to one. Yeah. You don't want Baycott at 51-1? to one? <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's a good way to cut all your losses from the day, Ben. Oh, uh, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what we preach here at the uh, B Sports. Now watch Baycott's. You're going to get the end of the shot clock, and Baycott's going to bank in the 30-footer. And and, like, I'd also say, too, I mean, ridiculous. on that, too, like, but with the I mean, with the defense that we've that's kind of the whole thing, talking about the defense, like, where Duke ends up, even with, it kind of shows you just how little they cared for all the regular season. Even with their really solid defensive outputs, they're still only 45th in adjusted defensive efficiency. By far the worst team still left in the field. Mm-hmm. I, I think we we come out and see them really, like, as and again, it kind of speaks to uh, my belief is this starts out slower tempo, goes faster as the game rolls on. I think we see Duke come out, put the clamps down, at least try to early defensively. And keep in mind, there's not like there's not much pressure on them in their offensive sets because they're so efficient, eighth and overall uh, efficiency. Don't turn the ball over very much. North Carolina doesn't force any turnovers, so like they are going to get what they want at the basket early. It's just a matter of will like how will North Carolina respond? I expect North Carolina to respond as this game goes on. But my early thought: tight game to start, maybe a slightly slower tempo than is perceived. Let's go. We will we'll just see. get this thing underway. My bets have been made. I, I, w- I wish we had a ref prop here. Oh, okay. I, right. I would want a only fouls you, prop. Only I want, you want I want a fouls prop in this game. I want to bet it over after we had no fouls in the Your first game. Your closing numbers. 
Go ahead. Duke minus four and a half. Everywhere, anywhere from 153 and a half to 154. A couple books end up at 154, including our friends over at the South Point. Uh, and uh, here we go. Highest watermark, Duke minus 225. Highest money line, highest money line on North Carolina, plus 185 as we are underway. Second final four game. I can't, I'm watching a TV, Jeff. That is showing me North Carolina and Duke, and it's the Final Four. Wait, the, how is this happening? And uh, we start off with a miss. It's a big stop for inside. North Carolina. All right, all right. we're not. What a do, stop! We're no, not I'm doing jo- this for I'm an hour. Jo- I'm jo- joking, Ben. But get but, out of here. But hey, it is pretty amazing though that these teams have never met in the never met in the NCAA tournament. Forget the Final Four. Never met Baycott, in the NCAA. No, after so Boncaro and Baycott each miss. Sorry, ne- 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 never, never, never met in the tournament before, and. Hey, look, if North Carolina wins, this is it for Coach K. It's pretty amazing. Love this slow pace in the first minute. Oh, it's great. It's great for you. Great for your uh, for your thing, where each team only has a possession and a half in the first minute. See, and right. Ben Carroll misses, misses another. Two oh, what, a, what a great start for Ben Wilson here. But Ben, I, I again, I'm really fascinated to, to see how this game is officiated. That that really, I I don't want it to play a big role in this game, but I I just have a feeling that it probably will. Uh, at some point, that uh, that probably should have been a foul there. Caleb Love, no, Still manic, the tip, oh, no, it is loving, nothing, nothing. Oh, yeah, there's a foul. The game, and now Who's the foul, foul on? Foul on Duke? I think so. Again, we don't have You're loving injury. this start. Sorry, also, <laughs> like, I don't want to. I, I mean, this could be an iconic game for all eternity. If you're going to be sweating it under, I'd rather make, like, and I was kind of split on, you know, full game versus first half, but I laid out my points as to why I like first half, and I'd rather sweat something with an all-time iconic game, potentially, that is just first half. That's just the, that is just the Joe Square novice in me. But I, I do, I did feel, Man, somewhat, I did feel conviction. If it wins, half. it wins, right? Exactly. I thought it was on, <laughs> was on Duke. Duke. All right, we still need our first field goal. Three from the wing. Bang. Who is that? Was that Leaky, North, Bo- was North, that Leaky Black? Uh, North Carolina starts it off, and that is a, I, yeah, a, a, that is a three that is put in from the one. The only leaky, leaky black. black and he was, leaky he black was a huge number. Wasn't he 24 to one? First <laughs> <There> three. Go. <laughs> Gotta love Come that. On. Gotta love that. Uh, also, Baji is basically like the second favorite to get a 24 to one shot. A big, big, big dunk by Williams on an answer for Williams. So Duke has its first points. If you bet both final four games, like if you parlayed first field goal to be a three plus two ten in the Villanova KU game caches plus two thirty in our game. Both get there. You would have made a nice, uh, nice, nice little, little payout, nice little chunk of change. Uh, your thoughts on the refs too? We've had uh, two fouls called. Uh, in two no, minutes. no, 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 not, not, nothing wrong so far. The only thing that they missed was probably a yeah. foul on a jump shot by North Carolina, but so far nothing, nothing egregious. Nothing Still egregious. early. Yeah, watchdog Parles over here. <laughs> Parlay. Uh, and our, look, our, our total has already dipped down to one forty-eight and a half. Wow. So there's that. One, this thing, yeah, if one, if you were patient, 154, high watermark. And yeah, both, like both teams working the shot clock early, tough step back three short from North Carolina. So it, like it's two minutes, but this again, so it's, it's such a long game. You just kind of felt like there would be some nerves early. And we're, we're certainly seeing that. I mean, when Paolo Boncaro is missing bunnies, Jeff, to start the game, you know that every, even, even the most. I shouldn't say season because he's you know, a freshman, but even the most talented, skilled NBA-ready guys are going to feel some nerves in a setting like this. And we're a combined two of seven 
um, from the field. The question for you, Jeff, is going to be if, if this start, if this continues for another stretch, there will point, be a, at what point do you there will be a time to bet the over. Yes, there, there will be, be a time. Well, you have to see how the game flows. That's oh, a, I, great pass to the North Carolina bench out of bounds. Well, Hubert, 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 Hubert was open. 3-2 North Carolina. We're three minutes into the game. Not exactly the high-flying start. Some people thought, but here we go. This is fun. We're just getting started. It's VSIN Bets, and our fourth and final hour comes your way next, right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.